I'm having, it's just black with some almond milk. Kind of boring. Oh, okay. I know. No, that's the best way to do it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I do. Personally, I can't drink normal milk. So <laughs> almond milk is my go-to. I can't either. I normally like oh. oh, oat milk's good too. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> just immediately See, talking about it has milk. It weird oaty taste to me, so I, I tend to steer away from it. Got it. But. I get it. I get it. What is up, humans? On today's episode of Windy City Joes, we had a one-of-a-kind, very special guest. Her name is Shelby Daryl. She just released her debut AP, Entertainment for the Brokenhearted. She's on tour beginning May 16th, and she'll even be performing in the city of Chicago at the Windy City Smokeout August 4th through 7th, but she'll be performing that Friday the 5th. Um, shout, out to, shout out to Shelby for her time. It was awesome talking to her, and we hope you all enjoy the episode. I didn't know if you wanted to, I feel like he covered everything. Uh, he just kind of flew through it. She was really cool. And um, a lot of chickens and turkeys. And Shout out to turkey. <laughs> a lot of chickens and turkey. One, well, a lot of chickens, one turkey. You'll see. Just enjoy the episode. So, Michelle Videro, you're actually a pretty significant person on this podcast for a couple of reasons that you have no idea about. Um oh. I, so I work at Joe's on Weed, and one of my first nights at Joe's on Weed, you were there performing with Larry, um, and like watching you guys, I was like, oh, like this is just, you know, they were amazing, um, and I was like, I want to figure out how to talk to these people. So pretty much that night, I go to Ed Warm and be like, hey, can I like, I have a podcast, can I like partner a podcast with Joe's and Carol's and Joe's Live in Rosemont and like start talking to these people? And he gave me the green light. So that's that's reason number one, you're significant. And then reason number two, you're significant is this is the first time we are talking to somebody in our brand new studio that is maybe or maybe not an attic. Yeah, it's maybe an attic. It looks great. Thank you. Thank Very you. Thank official. you. We worked hard on it. Yeah, we tried to make it look not like an attic because it's maybe not an attic. <laughs> so Maybe not an attic. It's maybe not. Well, it's I guess a studio. We'll you guys out. have a whole studio, I can tell. We try. We try. We do have a pr producer in our little closet, but yeah, it's all right. Um, so you are from Calistoga, California. I am. Uh, Wait, that makes me so happy about the fact that you started this podcast right after that. Yeah, I'm telling so you. special. <laughs> you are a very significant figure in this podcast and you didn't even know it yet. <laughs> Yay. Um, yes, I'm from Calistoga. I'm from like a t this tiny town in Napa Valley called Calistoga. I was going to say, what was that? Can you hear these chickens? <laughs> no, but I kind of want to, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many chickens in Key West. I don't know what's going on. Um, um, I Well, I saw Cali Stoga only has like 5,000 people in it. So like, that's really not that big. But you grew around Napa Valley. Is that like how far away is that from Cali Stoga? Or is that in Cali Stoga? I love how you're saying it. Cali Stoga. Um, Am I saying it wrong? <laughs> Calistoga, but you know, I liked your flair better, actually. No, nope, um, <laughs> yeah, it's tiny. It's and I did, I grew up in the wine country and basically lived there my whole life. And then I played music like in tasting rooms and wineries. Um, and then went to college in Arizona and then moved to Nashville. But yeah, the majority of my life I was in wine country drinking wine at like 13. <laughs> 
So, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> so growing up like around wine country, uh, and playing in you know wineries and stuff, did you do you love wine or do you hate wine now? Oh, I love wine. Okay, love it. Well, I didn't know because you know if you're like around it all the time, yeah, you have so much. You're like, oh God, wine again. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, like, yeah, I don't really get tired of it, but I also am a little bit picky about what I like, I think, because okay. I grew up with very good, like in wine country. So I have kind of a certain taste for wine, but, um, but I mean, also I'll slap the bag every now and then, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> my first, my first experience with wine. So in high school, I actually grew up I had a winery across the street and it was awesome because there's always parties, venues, weddings, etc. Um, but my first taste of wine, you said you, you started drinking at 13. I'm not going to hold that against you, but I mean, <laughs> that's fine. But in high school, when I may or may not have underage drank, it was when my friend, when my friend's parents made wine and they had gallon jugs of it and he would sell it for like $15. So like every Friday, Saturday night, we'd be in bumfuck nowhere, just chugging gallons of wine. It tasted like grape juice, so it was fine. Yeah, sounds safe, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, like when you're, it's kind of like Europe. Like I feel like when you're raised with it, um, I don't know. We just like had always been tasting our parents' wines and stuff, so that didn't feel as much like alcohol as real alcohol did. That makes sense. Gotcha. Yeah. So yeah, wine's fake alcohol. We get it. <laughs> so anyways, I've been I'm saying alcohol. it my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> you um so yeah, you you grew up performing in these wineries, but um what like I guess what age did you realize that you can sing slash and knew you enjoyed singing in, in public? Because it had to be nerve-wracking at first, obviously. Yeah. Um, well, my dad was in a band when I was growing up. And so, uh, I kind of was always around music. Um, and, uh, huh, what was that? Was it the chickens? No, that was a moped. <laughs> oh, no, you're fine. There's a lot of distractions. I'm sorry. But, um, yeah, my dad was in a band and I kind of like grew up around it. And so I just wanted to learn to play guitar and be like him and, so I think probably like 10-ish I started playing um, and then started writing around like 13, 14. And, and then it just really grew from there. <laughs> I'm trying to teach myself how to play the ukulele currently. Um, You're trying to play? Well. <laughs> well, and I'll hear him like plucking away at the ukulele and I'll be like, dude, I think my laptop is getting a million notifications right now upstairs. <laughs> and then I, and then he's like, no, 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 that was me. Sorry. And I'm like, oh, okay. Ukulele is way harder than guitar, in my opinion. Is it really? I think so. Well, I mean, it's different, but it's hard. Well, I mean, I bought a guitar in COVID, and I think I tried teaching myself that too, and I sold it like four weeks later. I was like, I can't do um, this. He just got frustrated <laughs> quickly. Yes. Yeah, so then I was like, all right, the smaller version has to be easier. You would think, but I think it might be harder. You might have set yourself up for failure with that one. Yeah. Wouldn't be the first time. It's uh, okay. Well, <laughs> oh, when I was, what, what kind of guitar did you uh, first learn to play on? Um, I played on my dad's 
which was like a Takamini something. Um, I, I, I meant more like, was it like electric? Was it acoustic? Oh. Uh, acoustic. Okay. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, I, I always heard that because I did a similar thing where I, I saved up all summer one year. You would think I like play guitar because I saved up all summer and I worked hard to get a guitar and then I got it and I was like, oh, man, this shit's hard. And then I just stopped. Uh, but it was I got an acoustic and everyone told me they were like, if you're going to learn, it's easier to learn like chords and everything on an electric because, you know, the distance between the frets and the, the yeah. strings. Yeah. And you don't have to press as hard. Yeah. It's, it's difficult. But I mean, I'm by no means a guitar player. I like play enough to write and play enough to play rhythm along with people. But yeah, guitar is freaking hard, man. Yeah. What is, what's your favorite instrument like in a band? Like, which one do you hear? Like when soundcheck is going on, you're like, yeah, I, I can listen to this one all the time. I love drums. Big, big, big drums are my favorite. Um, but I mean like solo, maybe not. It kind of gets annoying. I just like in a show, like in a live show, when you have a full band and drums behind you, it just makes everything feel so huge. Um, and like just more energy and makes me perform better. So I love a full band show. The drums. I mean, that's, <clears throat> I was a drummer for two days, watched school of rock, made my mom buy me a drum set and, uh, <laughs> play them twice. And then my dad sold them like three years later. <laughs> Freddie Jones. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, um, I wouldn't say music's in my blood, but the efforts there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love it. <laughs> okay, enough about uh, our music because we suck at it and, and don't haven't do it. released any. <laughs> don't do it for a living. Yeah. Um. Before we get to your brand new EP, Entertainment for the Brokenhearted. Uh. Congrats on that, by the way, and happy belated birthday. <laughs> Thank you. Um, love me when I'm leaving. I want to talk about the music video for a second. Yeah. Where is that creepy ass mask? And like, who, who's, whose idea was it for like the mask? Because I'm guessing in the video, like that's like an alter ego type. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Good job. Um, yeah, I think we we always wanted like the idea of the video was always to have it be basically like what I would do if I were to live out the crazy girl dream, you know, of like losing my mind um, and breaking all of his stuff and like, you know. Which, like, I am so not like that in real life. <laughs> Hold on. Big truck. Are you okay? Please hold. Guys, I'm so sorry about where I'm taking this <laughs> You're fine. You're fine. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm really not like that in real life. I kind of just, like, get quiet and never speak to you again. Um but it was fun to live out like my crazy girl dreams. And the mask is, was actually my director's idea. He like, we got there to start shooting. He like pulled this mask out and was like, maybe. And we were like, oh, absolutely. For sure wearing the mask. And then it kind of just became like a focal point of the, the video. So that was all his idea, Nick Swift. Did you, uh, did you give it back to him or is it like hanging in your living room somewhere? No, the mask and the like the robe, the fluffy robe thing, which I bought at a sex yeah. store, by the way. Um, those are in my house, and I think I'm gonna frame them. <laughs> you should, yeah. Well, hey, I don't, 
ever want to see that mask like out and about in public or in person. So yeah, like you should definitely keep it locked away on a wall somewhere where it can't hurt other people. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. <clears throat> um, um also uh there's a scene where you're oh yeah smoking the cigar. Yeah. How often does that do you smoke a cigar ever? In Jackson's life? a big cigar smoker. I so literally like, have a cigar right here. Oh, you better just waiting up. to be smoked. <laughs> I um, no, my dad likes cigars. Um, I like them. It makes me kind of immediately lightheaded <laughs> <laughs> when I smoke them. That was like you know I had to look like the bad bitch you know and smoke the cigar and end the scene that way. But yeah, no, I actually thought I had it backwards. Um, and then after we had, we took that shot, I was like, I'm pretty sure I smoked that cigar backwards in my director. <laughs> like too bad. <laughs> no, cause we were watching that and we were like, we were like, Whoa, she smokes cigars. She like from wine country. She drinks wine, like all this stuff. She's we're doing like, everything. Like, yeah. yeah, she's lighting shit on fire. Like she's <laughs> breaking like, you, shit with the golf club. Yeah. Like you <laughs> definitely gave the appearance that you wanted to uh, achieve in that video. So that was cool. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. It was you like the yeah the bad the badassery I guess of Shelby Daryl definitely came out in that music video and in the song like I'm not gonna lie to you like that I I jammed to that song yeah. like I know like it's it's you're a female country artist singer and it's like a broken hearted song and guys like us I guess wouldn't typically rock out to it but that song's a fucking banger and I love it and it's it's super super good thank you so much. So nice. Um, when you, so like, all right, we enjoy, we enjoy picking the brains of artists, like about their writing techniques and like how often they write and when they do it. So for love me when I'm leaving, I'm not going to ask like where that came from. Cause it's kind of obvious if you listen to the song, <laughs> um, but okay. Just writing in general, like how often do you write? Do you have a notebook with you at all times? Do you write on your phone? Like what's, um, what's your routine there? It kind of I mean, changes. Like I always am like writing ideas in my phone. I feel like um, just like little things. And I do have notebooks that I'll get into every now and then, but really like love me was one that we walked into. I wrote how to write with Troy Verges and Jake Mitchell and love me when I'm leaving was Troy's title that he brought in, um, which like sometimes that's how it works. Like we walked into the room and, um, I knew I wanted to write more of an up-tempo, like I wanted an anthemy, kind of a more fun vibe, um, but I still wanted it to be in line with what I was going through and talking about, and Troy was like, I have this title, like, love me when I'm leaving, kind of a working title, whatever, um, and I loved it, and then we kind of just went from there and, and built it out of that title, so it changes every time, sometimes it's like such a specific, like, I have this song lied to, too. That one was very specific, a storyline that completely, totally happened. And I had, like, details, wrote it all out. But Love Me was kind of just a more fun, like, spur-of-the-moment thing. So it changes. Okay. Um, I mean, that makes sense. I know you've been around some pretty awesome people um, slash influences in your life, like Larry, uh, Larry Flea, Jake Owen. When it comes to those influences in your career, what are, like, some things that you took away from them that had like a significant impact on your career, whether it came to like songwriting or performing, et cetera. 
Um, God, there's a lot. Larry and Jake are amazing. Um, and both like big brothers to me, kind of. Uh, Jake is very, like one of my favorite things he's ever told me, or I guess reminded me about is like when you're, when it's early like this and you feel like you're kind of grinding really hard all the time. Like we're, we're playing shows all over the place in a van and it's tiring and we're putting music out. That's like, we're just trying to get people to listen. And it feels like the stressful part. And Jake likes to remind me that that's kind of like the most fun part too, is the building blocks and you'll never get to have that again. So he's very good at, having me like remember that the place that I'm in is fun and I need to like appreciate it and have a good time um and I think that's my favorite piece of advice I've gotten from him but I don't know having artists like them in my life that have already done it or are doing it is awesome because it's like they help me not mess up (laughs) you know yeah it's kind of like a like a be where your feet are be just just be present in the moment type thing yeah that's cool that's cool yeah, it's cool great. when i like when you hear like the advice from <clears throat> i mean someone as cool as jake yeah obviously that's that's awesome mm-hmm. um oh i skipped over something oh yeah all right so like entertainment of the broken heart let's talk about your ep um yeah. well, a thing that surprises me so much is how long artists sit on songs yeah and like do not release them so which song out of the ep have you sat on the longest and now it's like finally out um what lied to you too was the first song <laughs> that we wrote that kind of like started writing the rest of them um because it's it's a conceptual ep in a way because it's the storyline from top to bottom yeah so emily wiseband and i wrote lied to you too I, I'm pretty sure it's like two years ago now. Um, and then the rest of the songs and the rest of the story kind of followed. That makes sense. Is that a plane? That would be a, that's a plane. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. We had one of those yesterday. <clears throat> oh my God. Yeah. So we live uh, pretty close to Wrigley Field. And all of a sudden we're just a fl- sitting there. They had a flyover and. We didn't know about it. So, yeah. yeah, it was like it sounded like I mean, it shook the house. a scene out of Red Dawn. You ever see that movie <laughs> where they're all getting invaded? <laughs> and we're like sitting there and I was like, hey, man, that felt pretty close. Right. Nope. <laughs> like That wasn't just in my head. <laughs> He's like, no, I was thinking the same thing. He's like, are we under attack? <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I was listening for an explosion. I was listening for something. Yeah, I was like, I feel like just some missiles getting closer. <laughs> Jesus. You guys, I uh, can you. Them. Yeah, so you're you're coming to smoke out. Um, okay, yeah. so we were trying to figure this out beforehand because your website says you're performing Friday, and then I think Spotify says you're performing Thursday. Which day do you know which day you're performing? I'm pretty sure I'm so bad with the dates and stuff. I'm pretty sure I'm August 5th. That's Friday. Yeah, that's Friday. Yeah. Cool. That sounds right. So, okay, good. Um, uh, so, yeah. Shelby Frick- Shelby Daryl, who just released EP Entertainment of the Broken Hearted, is performing at Windy City Smokeout this year. How do you feel about it? I'm so excited. I Chicago has been one of my favorite places to play shows. My band, too. We realized we were like, we love Chicago. So, Ed... 
warm is the best and let us play all kinds of shows. And so somehow we've ended up at Windy City. I can't wait. We um, will definitely be there on Friday. We'll definitely want to say hi to you and going to sing our lungs out or heart out. Yeah, either way, we're oh. not going to do it into a microphone. <laughs> we promise yeah, that much. <laughs> um, oh, and then, so I don't know if it was the last time that you were in Chicago, but I saw at one point you brought your amazing dog to Chicago, <laughs> Hercules. I'm selfishly, we're hoping that you bring him again because we kind of want to meet him. Uh, but what, what breed is Hercules? Because I cannot figure it out. He is a long-haired, basically a long-haired wiener dog. Okay, because it looks like he has like some spaniel in him because of his ears. But if that's just how wiener dogs are. Everyone thinks that. No, he's full full wiener, that one. Um, <laughs> but I, Ed like won't let me come to Chicago without him. So he's coming. I'm, okay, okay. He'll be there. <laughs> Sweet. Awesome. Um, oh, God. I just had... Oh, but when I was like doing my research, I was like, why does she keep calling him Turkey? Oh, God. <laughs> um, <laughs> wow, you really do your research here. Because I call him Herky, like Herky Boy, Hercules. And then... Oh, okay. I think it just turned into Turkey one day. Um, and I do that at the dog park. I'll be like, Come here, Turkey. And people look at me like, you named your dog Turkey? Like, what is wrong with you? But that's not his name. <laughs> oh, okay. I was just, just I just wanted to, to double check. Nothing, nothing wrong with it. Just, you know, wanted to clarify that for sure. I love it. <laughs> She's around chickens. She calls her dog Turkey. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Maybe that's something California people do. They name their dogs after other animals. You know, you never know. They're like, come here, rhinoceros. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> come here, elephant. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, how long have you been living in Nashville now? Um, let's see. I'm going on seven years, I think. That's a long time. Yeah. So quite. Some how time. old are you? How old are I you? Just if you don't mind 27. 27. Okay, so you moved there when you're roughly 20. Mm -hmm. My math is great. Yeah. Such good. You math. Can, yeah. <laughs> Not like that was easy math or anything. You know, that was super. <laughs> trying math can be hard all right you have to use trigonometry to figure that out no i failed trig senior year and i almost couldn't play baseball because of it so i don't like to talk about it <laughs> i straight up did fail trig senior year I think um, I did. okay yeah so that's where i was going to get to um what are your like go-to spots in nashville because we have yet to actually go to nashville and we keep telling people that we're going to go to nashville and i swear to god we will go to nashville at some point so yeah what are like go-to spots for shelby daryl you got to go. Um, Shelby Daryl is very uh, boring, you know, about her <laughs> spot. You're a homebody. You're a homebody. I really am. Like, I'm tired a lot, I'll be honest with you. Um, but I do have certain spots that I that I frequent, like, and most of them are restaurants. So I'm going to tell you. There's this place called Ladybird, which <laughs> is like a breakfast taco place. Ooh. And it is my favorite restaurant ever. I'm pretty sure I go there all the time. They all know my name and my order. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a good spot. Um, uh, I love the new like Fifth and Broadway area is really cool because it's like it's like Broadway, but not as as dirty and dingy as Broadway. Much love mm -hmm. to Broadway. It's a little bit better. Um, right. That's a good spot. Okay. 
anywhere you listen to live music is pretty fun. You guys got to go. I feel like you'd love it. We will. I think we have plans in September. That's yeah. when Josh is, or he's going to, he's September, performing. Is it August or September? I don't know. It's on what month board. is it right now? I don't even know. Oh, wait, it's Cinco de Mayo. No, yeah. Hey, yeah. Happy Cinco de Mayo. Do you like tequila? Oh, I love tequila. Well, this is the day for it. So, yeah. Are you going to be indulging today? Yeah, I have a show. I play at seven to today. Um, so I'm kind of hopefully we'll be sober enough to to get a show gone. <laughs> <laughs> it's like no well, big deal. Performance today, <laughs> no big deal. Um, do you like pre-shows? Do you like do you do a couple of shots? Like, what do you do to break the nerves? Do you even have nerves at this point? Yes, I like. I'm actually kind of. I get stage fright pretty pretty bad. Um, but it only happens like an hour before the show. And then the second I am on stage, it kind of goes away. But a little jitters. I feel like that's normal. Um, yeah. I drink wine and my whole band does now too. <laughs> <laughs> they drink red wine with me before the show. We do our little cheer and then we get on stage. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. <clears throat> I can't even see. How long have we been talking to Shelby Daryl? I don't know. I can't see that in 25 Four? minutes. Oh, I thought you said 45 minutes. I was like, oh my God, we're the worst. Um, okay. So a couple of closing questions. A, thank you so much for your time. It's been awesome talking to you. Nice. We cannot wait till you're in the city. Um, I forgot what my closing questions were. I feel bad that in, in like, you know, plain, plain chicken central. Did you hear me now? Oh yeah. No, yeah, you're you're totally fine. If it makes you feel better, we had someone uh that called us from the car outside of their kids' parent teacher conference. <laughs> okay. And so he was like, just yeah, no, just go. We we I got as much time as you need. He's like, just uh he's what? like, they're in there, they're not leaving. So <laughs> Okay, I feel better. Oh, oh, I know I was gonna ask you. Um, I'm not hating on your merch. But I know with the with the new EP, I'm not hating. With the new EP, there has to be some new merch coming out, and I'm a big hat guy, so I want a Shelby Daryl hat. That's pretty much what I'm getting to. Uh, dude, our new hats that we're getting are sick. They're not done yet, but they're really cool. They're kind of like they're this style. Yeah, no, I like that style. The rope and everything, um, and they're like Kelly green. They're so cool. I can't tell you what they say yet, but they're really cool. I'll get you. Oh, okay. Um, are they gonna Are they gonna be available at Smokeout? If we have them by then, which I think we will, probably. Okay. And then um, an idea for merch. Not that you need any ideas from us because you clearly know what you're doing. But I was like, <laughs> if you get that mask, just the the mask and like nothing else, or maybe the song title, or I don't know, just just a mask on the t shirt or like a crew neck. Oh, that would be so cool. I might steal that. All right. Well, I take like, I'll take like I'll 5% right. of all sales. <laughs> right. Of course. She's like, you will take 1% and be happy. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we'll, we'll work it out. Um, okay. And then, <laughs> all right. And then final question from me. If, if you're a fly on the wall and you can hear any three artists put together a song and make one song together, what artists would you enjoy like hearing converse and put together some music? Jeez. Not to put what you on the spot or anything. 
That's a great question. Okay. I think... You mean like write a song all together? Yeah. So yeah, these three artists are writing a song together. And I mean, I guess eventually they'd perform it together if they wanted to. Okay. But just in the writer's room. My answer is weird, but it's, this is my answer. Um, okay. I would put Harry Styles. Okay. Uh, Lori McKenna, who is this incredible songwriter. Okay. I'd put her in there. And... Who would be my third? And then I might put Shania Twain in there. Oh. I think I'd do Shania, Harry, and Lori. I think that would be a really strong thruple. <laughs> gotcha. Our uh, our producer just went, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Kick a hole through a wall. Um, okay, last last song, I promise. What are like what are cover songs that you love performing? Um, oh, we do a really cool in our set right now, which we'll do at Windy City. I'm giving away our secrets, but it's okay. Um, right. we'll we keep do like a pop punk mashup, oh. and it is sick, it's so much fun. It's like Dirty Little Secret and some Paramore and um, all kinds of stuff in there. It's really fun. If you yeah. need any backup backup singers, we're available. I yeah, know. but like as a last so resort. <laughs> <laughs> like if Honestly. you if you really feel like you're selling too many tickets, <laughs> give us a call. We'll be back. We'll singer. kill those numbers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we'll just bring you watch back. it plummet. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting you guys on stage. You're not gonna expect. Oh, okay, me. let's wow. let's relax. If anything, if anything, I mean, we warned you. <laughs> <laughs> and if anything, Turkey needs to belong on stage. He belongs on stage. Turkey. Turkey. All right. Tur- Turkey's mom, thank you so much for talking to us. Um, it was awesome talking to you. And yeah, we can't wait till you're in the city. Yes, I can't wait to see you guys. We better see each other. Come say hi. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Well, um, I mean, we'll be there. We'll be there all weekend. Sorry, our drape, our drape just completely collapsed in our studio. But hey, we're learning, we're learning new things. Yeah, this is literally our first interview in the new studio. So, <laughs> yes, yeah, technical th- difficulty. Yeah, again, thank you so much. Uh, thank you so much for your time and your impact on our podcast that you didn't even know about. Um, and yeah, you're the best, guys. Thanks for having me. Have a good day. You too. All right, you too. Bye, y'all. See ya.